What is up, guys? Josh, how's it going? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I want to start out by asking you a question. Alright, I'm all ears. Have you brushed your teeth today? I did brush my teeth today in the shower, if you must know. In the shower? Efficient. Yeah, well, you know, I wake up late and uh, I start brushing my teeth in the shower. What time is it there in the UK for you right now? Currently it's 9.50pm. Oh, okay. Not as late as I thought. It is 3.50 in uh, United States land, in the in the dairy land of Wisconsin. Nice. Alright. I did not brush my teeth today, um, which sounds gross, but it really hurts to do so. Um, I got my wisdom teeth out two days ago. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. So how's that going? Uh, it, I mean, it's not as bad as other people have had it. Um it uh it, it's more of a swelling thing than a pain thing like so they they numbed me up they gave me a shot of lidocaine uh, when they actually pulled it and then they uh, gave me just ibuprofen and um tramadol actually at like for pain management which is i, I don't know i stopped taking the tramadol because it was making me have really weird dreams but, um, yeah, like, I would wake up, like, three times in the middle of the night, but with, like, full-on sleep paralysis was very strange. Oh, so sleep paralysis is actually pretty crazy. Do you know the trick on how to get out? How? How? Did, how what's your trick? All right, so first I'll dive into the side story because it's cool. So when I was a kid, I used to get sleep paralysis, like, a lot, right? Mm-hmm. And I used to have this reoccurring dream, and it was, like, the fucking worst. I'd be laying in bed. And, you know, I'd wake up or not really wake up, whatever. You know how that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd be staring at the ceiling fan. The ceiling fan will be moving. You know, everything's normal. It's dark in the room. You know, like I just woke up. No big deal. Well, then, out of nowhere, these fucking, I don't know if you've seen Harry Potter or not, but these Dementor-looking fucking things. It was like a witch. <laughs> but it had, like, that long, black, like, wavy cloak, you know? Yeah. It kept, like, diving down on me, dude. I thought I would die every time. Well, a friend of mine, actually, only four or five years ago, taught me a trick on how to get out. And if you wiggle your big toe, whenever you're in sleep paralysis and you think you're in sleep paralysis, try as hard as you can to wiggle your big toe and eventually you'll come out of it. Like, a couple minutes. max. <laughs> Have you ever seen um, Kill Bill? I have not, no. no. Oh, that's that's a kiddo's trick to get out of being actually paralyzed from uh, drugs. Oh, wow. Okay. She's like, well, she she was paralyzed because she was in a, in a coma. Um, and her, like, legs weren't working, right? So she's, like, in the back of this, like, truck she stole from these dudes who were raping her when she was in a coma. It was, the movie's kind of fucked up. How but, did she um, steal a truck without her legs? Because she's a she's a deadly viper assassin. She is she is badass, dude. That's fair. That's um, fair. Honestly, I wish I was a deadly viper assassin. But yeah, she's like, all you have to do is wiggle your big toe, and then there goes into this like backstory about how she like overcame like some some shit. I don't know. It's been a long time since I've seen the movie, but um. And she wiggles it, and then and then it like fast forwards to her like 
assassinating the first of the Deadly Viper assassins because she's going back after them because they did her dirty. Interesting. I'm about to watch this movie now. It sounds cool. It's uh, it's uh, one of my favorites of Tarantino's. Um, Interesting. There's two of them. There's a part one and a part two. Okay, right on. I know they're pretty popular. I just never watched it. I know people are probably like, wow, dude, this guy's never seen Kill Bill. But, <laughs> all right, I'll get there. Sorry. Uh, yeah, it's good. Um, well, when I was having my sleep paralysis, like, it was weird. At first, I wouldn't even realize it. Like, it felt like... Because, you know, the tramadol is just an oral med. It's not something that, like, knocks you out or alters your level of consciousness when you take it correctly. But, um, so, like, I would take it, and then, you know, it makes you kind of drowsy. But when you're awake, it shouldn't, like, affect, like, your mentation at all. But when, so I, when you're on, sorry to interrupt you, but when you're on this lidocaine, you said it was? Lidocaine was what they gave oh, me. Oh, that was the shot. That was in the, like, actual, like, OR. Not OR. The, like, I say it, like, it was a big surgery. It's not. It's just a normal dentist room. That's what they did in the procedure. Okay, so what did they give you for the prescribe you? They prescribed me uh, tramadol, 50 milligrams tramadol. every six hours. Okay, so uh, when you're on tramadol, can you drive, or is that you're not supposed to drive on tramadol? You're not supposed to. I didn't, um, just because I never had... Sorry, my phone's going off. Um, I never drove just because I didn't have a reason that I like would need to, but like, I would have been... like I feel like I could have. Not that I okay. would have. So just, it does, like, not a big takeaway in motor skills then. What I think what they what they say like in the actual prescription is don't drive until you understand how the medication affects you. Like don't take it and then Im- like for the first time and then immediately go get in your car and drive. But like yeah, I mean that makes sense, right? Like yeah, you know I've got some new drugs today. Gonna take them, do a little quick run around the park, see what happens. You know. Right, and like, cause there's some people that are prescribed, cause it, it is a like opioid pain medication. It's a little less opioid than it is other things, um, compared to like oxycodone. And there are people that are on like oxycodone like chronically for like chronic pain. They take it like every day, which is, I don't know. There's there's mixed feelings in the medical community community and whether that's like an appropriate thing to use for chronic pain because then you get people that are like dependent on it um right and then you get like addiction and horrible things like that but tramadol for three days like i'm not worried about myself getting addicted to it okay so um, back to your sleep paralysis dreams what was happening so i would be sleeping and then i would quote unquote wake up but it was more of like so when you're sleeping you know your consciousness is like barely there or like totally gone right like unless you could be dreaming but you're not aware even that you're dreaming when you're dreaming most of the time unless you're like a lucid dreamer and you've like practiced for that sort of thing but sure i haven't um so i would come to a point where i realized like wait a minute the things in this dream are not real and and I would realize, like, in some deep part of my consciousness, I'd realize, like, okay, I uh, something is, like, off here. Like, this is not how I should be. So then my body is like, all right, well, time to get out of it. Like, time to wake up then. But I couldn't. Like, I, I knew that I had arms. I knew that I had legs. But I could not move them. I couldn't even open my eyes. 
in a lot of the cases. Right. And um, in some cases, like the things I would see in my dream would be still projected onto like my like like my mind's eye you know like i would still see them even though i knew they weren't necessarily real like there was one i had two nights ago i was sleeping on my couch in my living room and the the tv in my living room is by where my feet were like it was on the side of the couch but in this weird like dream state i was in the tv was like in front of me like it's just there's things like when you dream that aren't like perfectly replicated like even if you're dreaming of something like like the living room that i was dreaming of and i i guess like part of the reason that people can lucid dream is because they're able to detect that and tell that like there's something different and that's how they know that they're in a dream and for me i was able to but i i i don't know like that my consciousness is already out of the dream state enough that I don't think I could have lucid dreamed if I tried. And that wasn't even my thought. My thought was like, fuck, I can't move. Like, this is freaky. Yeah, yeah, no, it definitely is, especially the first few times that, that starts to happen. And I'm telling you, man, the big tro trick works every time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I a lifesaver, to, dude. I love to try that if that happens again. But I stopped taking the tram at all just because I don't feel like I need it anymore. I, I'm on day three um, post-op, so... There you go. Hopefully by the end of the week you should be coming around and feeling good. Yeah. Pain-wise, it doesn't feel terrible. It's just, like, swelling. And it's swelling to the point where, like, the insides of my cheeks are swollen too much to where I can't fully close my jaw without biting the inside of my cheek. And now there's, like, some, like, canker sores that have kind of developed, like, on the insides of my cheeks just from, you know, like, talking, eating. Yeah. Yeah, accidentally hitting it. Oh, yeah. Gross. Ouch. So that feels awesome. Not really, <laughs> but that like that those hurt more than the actual incisions themselves. The only time that I even notice that the incisions are there is if I like yawn or do something where I have to like open my mouth really wide. Then it kind of like pulls on the incisions a little bit. Right. You get you got the ones that just dissolve, right? I the, think that's kind of how they're Yeah, going. the sutures dissolve. They should be dissolving, like, today or tomorrow, I think they're supposed to. Yeah, those are cool. Yeah. They, they like, dissolve enough to fall out, and then you just spit them out, or... I don't know if you can swallow them. I imagine they could if they're in your mouth. Yeah, could... I think I spit one out and swallowed the other one when I got mine pulled. Something like that. But, yeah. Because I, I think I only remember one piece of it coming out or something. I can't really remember. It's been a long time. But yeah, I tried brushing my tooth yesterday, and well, you um, gave it a valiant effort. Yes, and I, I mean, I didn't get them as clean as I would have liked, but I also like my cheeks were very swollen yesterday. Like I looked like a freaking like hamster. Yeah, I hear you. People well, say, Hunter, "Do you have any future uh, any future girlfriends listening? Um, they're not gonna want to kiss you after this." So that's don't tell them about the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> But, oh, yeah. yeah. Alright, so what's new? Other than getting teeth ripped out of your mouth and not being able to brush your teeth like a nasty Goomba. I've just been uh, chilling the past uh, couple days. Um, still working at the hospital, you know. Still sure. ICU nursing. Um, how about you? Same, man. I've actually been super lazy. Like, I don't know, I've been in like a slump. Been super lazy, but... I did make one of the best investments of my entire life this week. 
Oh yeah. What's yeah, that? it was huge. Um, so I bought something, and I'll give you three guesses. It starts with the C. Well, I was gonna say a bidet, because no. everyone tells me those are life changing, <laughs> but that doesn't start with a C. <laughs> no, those are life changing. You know, I was really skeptical at first on bidets. For those who don't know what a bidet is, it shoots water in your butt and it helps clean after you take a shit. Um, that's, <laughs> that's probably the nicest way I can put that. Uh, but, you know, really against it at first. Um, I accidentally pressed the wrong button on a toilet in Japan. Uh, if you've never been to Japan and sat on, like, a nice toilet there, they have, like, eight different buttons. They got, like, heat seat warmers, coolers, like, anything you could want in a toilet, they have it. So, you know, I was, like, casually going through, trying to figure out what's what, and then, bam! There you go, she's clean. So, anyway, but, you know what? <laughs> that comes as quite a shock. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, it was, because I wasn't ready for it, man. Uh, but, yeah, no, th those are great investments. No, I did not buy a bidet. Alright, so to the seam, I don't know. C. A cat? You know, that, okay, I've asked four people this question, and I've all told them, it starts with a C, they get three guesses. Every single person, the first thing they say is a cat. <laughs> I'm sorry, are cats that good of an investment? Like, I'm so confused. <laughs> Depends, like, oh, do, you, you have a, do you have a mouse you problem? Bought, or? <laughs> you bought the money cat. Very nice. This cat will bring you money for the next <laughs> 10 years. Like, <laughs> I don't, where do people get great investment out of a cat? I mean, like, maybe companionship, sure, but all right. No, it's not a cat. Uh, all right, two guesses left. Um, let's see, it's an investment. An investment, yes. Uh, well, okay, it's not an investment like stocks. I'll give you that. It's not like you know money stocks or anything uh, like that. Something that will make your life easier in the long run. Yeah, yeah, it's a personal investment, I suppose. A uh, like a coffee maker, like a fancy one. Ooh, you know, you're the second person to guess that, and you're on the right track, but no. Um, I don't know, let's see, coffee, something, something in the kitchen. Okay, yep. Um, I don't know, like a, like a, a cake pan or something, I don't know. A cake pan. As awesome as that would be, no, I didn't buy a cake pan. <laughs> I don't know, I'm just trying to think of things to start with a C, what was it? <laughs> That's fair. It's a crock pot, man. Mm. Alright, so for everybody listening, if you don't have a crock pot, you need to go out and buy one, okay? Ask the homeless man for some money, I don't know, swindle him, maybe give him a pack of cigarettes, he'll give you his change or something, I don't know. Just go buy a crock pot, because it is, so far, the best investment of my life. What have you made in the crock pot so far? So far, I've got a, I made a nice beef stew, okay, and that, that was pretty good, right? Lots of veggies, you know, beef, nice beef broth, uh, all kinds of stuff, right? It was, de it was delicious. And then I made chili, and the chili came out pretty good too, but I fucked up. Um, I made, I made this amazing chili, and I went to put cheese on it, and I realized the block of cheese I had in my fridge was about as hard as a brick. So. So it required a no little cheese. thawing or it was just no, old? No, it was like old, old cheese. Yeah, so, yeah, I just kind of didn't eat it. I threw it away. I could have built a house with, like, a bunch of those probably, Ooh. like, stacked them together. Yeah, they were rough, so. Um, 
Isn't that just but how yeah. they do cheese over there in Europe? They ju- it just, like, looks horrible but tastes good. <laughs> I d- I've had some really good cheese over here, and I've also had some really bad cheese. I don't know if it's just because, like, my palate isn't, like, exquisite enough for these fancy cheeses they have. Um, but some of them just taste like mold, dude. I don't know. Like, people are like, oh, this cheese is delicious. And I'm like, dude, it smells like a skunk, and it tastes like a skunk. I don't know how you like that. Well, some but, of them uh, literally have mold in them. Like, when you see cheese with the blue shit in them, isn't that, like, isn't that mold? Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, well, you know. Uh, I don't know. People are into that, I guess. If you guys like eating mold, you know, good on you, I guess. Um, but no, dude, the crock pot's the best, man. I, I fucking wake up in the morning, I throw the shit in the pot, I literally put it on low, I come back home, my whole house smells like delicious chili or stew, and then you got leftovers, right? Because you don't just make, like, a small batch for yourself. You got leftovers for the week, and you got delicious food ready, you don't have to do anything, and so you just, like, pour shit in a bowl and put it on low. It's amazing. Yeah, dude, a crock pot sounds like the perfect thing to, like, especially nowadays, like, you just put your shit in there, and then you go do what you need to do, and then you come back, and it's, like, done, right? Like, you don't even have to really, it's like an oven, basically, it, but it's, yeah. it runs off a socket, right? Yeah, yeah, it's, you just plug it in, dude, and you, you don't even have to tend it or nothing, right? It's not like a pressure cooker. Like, you don't leave a pressure cooker on, and then, like, oh, you know what, I'm going to go to Walmart see what happens. Like, yeah. It's, it's probably not a good idea. Come the back, there's pot. chili all over the walls. <laughs> just, like, yeah, like, fire fire department's at your place. Like, what the <laughs> fuck happened here? SWAT shows up, bomb squad's like, oh, my God. Uh, no, man, it, that's the best part about a crock pot, man. Throw it on low come home boom you got a delicious meal ready to eat um and it's super easy super simple so if you're in college and you're listening to this and you're like what's a crock pot i don't know i need to look it up my grandma has one i think like yeah just look it up super simple cheap awesome meals i I couldn't talk it up enough sounds like the perfect thing for the end times we're living in today (laughs) today something (laughs) happened that is probably bringing the world to grinding halt right now. It, oh it is October fourth today, as of the time recording this, and what happened? Facebook and Instagram both went offline. Oh, you know what? I yeah, I no- I noticed that, and you know, okay. So I know some people are probably dying about this. Like, I can't post a picture of my cool cat that brings me money for ten years. Like, what am I going to do? Facebook is down. Like, um. No, I didn't even notice, though, until, like, I used this WhatsApp. I don't know if you guys have WhatsApp, but I use WhatsApp for, like, messaging for work and friends and stuff like that. And, like, I noticed I sent a message, and none of my messages are going through, and I thought that was weird. So I started looking into it. Yeah, Facebook owns WhatsApp, so that shit's down. And I, they own Instagram, too, so, you know, Instagram's down. So, like, I, you know, I'm sure, like, some people are, like, crying. But, I, I don't, you know, they still got Twitter, so, that you know, it might be all right. Yeah, like Twitter even has like a like a hashtag of it right now with a with an emoji. You know how like some like hashtags get like that little emoji that goes after it. They have one of like of like the praying hands with a little like Wi-Fi thing going off above it, like you know the like three bars for Wi-Fi. Oh man, I don't know. Do you know what caused it to go down? Because I'm sure like their network engineers are just going nuts right now. So I I looked this up and. They don't know exactly what happened. Um, 
for one of the uh, one of the spokespeople for Facebook was like, "We're working to get things back to normal as quickly as possible. We apologize for any inconvenience, but they haven't given any like indication of why like the outage began." Uh, there was something that Mark Zuckerberg said, oh yeah, so Mark Zuckerberg, you know, CEO of Facebook and all those things, he, he said, he said this in 2019, so this is related to a different, like, outage, but he was like, yeah, these outages are a big deal, any problems can often lead people to start using our competitors instead, I don't know what competitors Facebook has, other than, like, Twitter. Dude, everybody Twitter. should get back on the MySpace game. Oh my god, we, we're bringing MySpace back. Let's bring, Hell like, yeah. like, can we get a petition going? Like, we sign one of those <laughs> petitions, like, bring MySpace back. I've never even had a MySpace. I was never even that cool. So, like, I want a, I want a second chance at that. I The closest I ever came to having a MySpace was, um, like, a, a social media before Facebook was Neopets. Do you remember Neopets? No, it's, it sounds kind of weird. Like, those weird people that go to anime the conventions. You know, um, you know, uh, Webkins? You've heard of those ones? I have heard of Webkins. Hold so on, it's... I want to rephrase that real quick, because I feel like I just said something really bad that I don't mean. You're not weird if you go to anime conventions. I think that's cool. You're weird if you dress up like a dog and go to anime conventions. If you're a furry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. Those people that are listening, that are like, right now they got like a fox tail in their butt or something. I'm sorry. Um... Please continue to listen to us, but, um, yeah, no, man, I don't know, it's, it's, it's really strange. I know there's, like, a small community out there, and maybe even big to you, but it, it's, it, it gets me, it, I don't know, man, it, it's weird. No, nah, dude, but Neopets was, so it was similar to Webkins, but in Webkins you had to actually buy, like, you had to buy, like, the stuffed animal, you know, and then that yeah, would yeah, be, yeah. like, your, you'd have an online version of it. Sure, Neopets, sure. it was, you could do it, like, completely free. And then they sold the little, like, stuffed animals, but you didn't need one to, like, be on it. And in Neopets, you could make a page, like, for your pet. And it was very similar to MySpace, where you could, like... You know how in MySpace you could, like, import music so that whatever someone, like, clicked on your page or whatever, it would just start, like, blasting, like, Lil Wayne or something, and, like you'd be, your volume would be up, and then you'd be like, Jesus Christ, like, this is too loud. <laughs> you could you could do that on Neopets, too. It was, it was pretty funny. Interesting. But so the, is this the gateway to furries? Because I feel like furries weren't really a big thing until recent, like, the last 10 years, maybe. I feel like Neopets was, may have been a, one of the gateways to furries. Mm. It also sounds like a poor man's webkins. Kind of, but so Webkins was like real life animals. Like you'd have like a chihuahua or a uh, or a bear or something. And then on um, on Neopets, they were it was kind of like Pokemon. They were like based off real animals, but they were like they were not real. Like there was one that looked like a dog, but it had like fucking long ass like bunny ears looking things. And then um, there's like a dragon one. There are some really cool ones. It was a, it was a fun time. I, I would liken it this more is really to Pokemon. Bringing you back. You're getting, you're getting a, a high on this, man. You're like <laughs> taking a trip down memory lane. Look at you go. But yeah, and then um, but you you would make a page for your for your Neopet, and that would that would be like your MySpace page. I mean, it would be for your Neopet, but you could put anything on there as long as it wasn't like 
as long as it like conformed with like the Neopet like guidelines or whatever. But like this was, this is like 2008. Like this was before the internet got very like controlling of things. Um, right. When you could, it was kind of like the frontier days, like the end of the frontier days, like the end of the Wild West. This was the Red Dead Redemption of the internet when okay. the Wild West was dying. Um, at the end, nearing the end, and now it's all, um, you know, industrialized. Yes, and um, you could like you'd you'd be on Neopets, which was like supposed to be a kids' website. You click on a Neopets page, and then it would start blasting like Lil Wayne or something, and you'd be like, <laughs> "All this for my fucking bunny ear dog? Like, what the hell?" <laughs> Dang, um, my dog don't even get that treatment. <laughs> I gotta start walking around like a boombox while I'm walking my dog, like just blaring a theme song, you know. But yeah, so that was probably my my like closest thing that I had to MySpace. Was it a gateway to furries? Probably. I don't know. Um, so speaking of the internet crash, or what should I say, the end of the world apocalypse that you brought up earlier. Um, as you guys know, and I mentioned before, I'm currently living in England. Um, dude, England is out of gas. Out of like, gas? Like, yeah, petrol. Like, fuel. It's, like, gone. Kaput. See ya. Like, they have... So, apparently, they have, like, gas. Like, apparently, gas is here. Uh, they don't have anybody to supply it, though. No tank drivers. So, they, they can't, you know, they can't resupply these, these um, you know, gas stations. It's crazy. So they have it, they just don't have, like, the infrastructure to, like, deliver it where it needs to go. I, I think they don't have the the workers, the people. Like, I don't think they have enough employees to literally drive gas from one place to the next. So it's not like they've run out of gasoline. They just no, simply so, can't get it to where it needs to go, though. Which, dude, it is crazy. Like, it, it, you know, I, every morning I stop at this place, uh, we call it the Green Apple. Because I actually don't know what it's called. And their sign is a big green apple. So we stop at the Green Apple gas station. And inside they have a delightful uh, bakery called Greg's Greg's Place. Um, they have, you know, all your bakery stuff, coffee and shit. So we go there every morning for coffee and whatnot. The other day we go there and there's a line at 6 in the morning. And, you know, in the States you say 6 in the morning. You're like, yeah, everybody's going to work. Look. Europe, if anybody lives in Europe, 6 in the morning, like, nobody's going to work, okay? It, it is not time to be at work. We don't start work till 8, you know what I mean? That's that's their mindset on it. Um, so anyway, yeah, we, we, we pull off the highway, and there is a line, like, going off the on-ramp just for people trying to get gas. There's, like, one pump that works, and, like, it, it is crazy. Like, right now, literally, my buddy almost ran out of gas. He pulled over at a gas station and called us. He's like, hey, man, can you come pick us up? Like, or pick me up. Like, I don't have gas to go anywhere, and I can't find gas, so <laughs> I can't get to work. Jeez. Yeah, it's crazy. That's how, uh, that's how Mad Max started. There wasn't enough gas. It was in Australia, very similar to um, England. They have the same weird. accent, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> not, not quite, mate. But <laughs> they know, had the, the mate part. The mate part similar. Yeah. <laughs> they had, they were all the prisoners from England that got sent to Australia, and then they ran out of gas. And their first thought was, "We need to dress up in like, in like leather BDSM suits and drive the least fuel efficient cars ever and go to war with each other over that gas." Is the most 
humanistic thing that could possibly happen. I mean, honestly, that's probably what would happen, right? Like, that's a human thing to do. Like, humans are crazy. Like, oh no, COVID's here. Quick, buy a lot of toilet paper. Like, but but see, at least I can see the toilet paper thing. You know, you don't want to wipe your ass with nothing except toilet paper unless you have a bidet. So now we've come full circle. Ah, there we go, full circle. But um, but like. There's no part of you that's like, I need to dress up in in a leather sex suit <laughs> and and go crash into other people's cars with my vehicle that I welded spikes onto over gasoline. I mean, how bad does okay, it have maybe. to get before you get to that point? Okay, maybe maybe not the, the leather outfits, but I could definitely see people, you know, like welding up their fucking beastie rig or whatever it is they got that they're driving so that way they can go and potentially raid or take other people's gas i can see that happening i mean it is really stupid when you think about it they're like yeah we're out of gas so let's find the least fuel efficient way to get more gas but i i definitely see that being a thing i mean when you talk about australia today like they're they're having some civil war shit going down there have you heard what's happening there right now uh, j- just briefly, I, I, I mean, honestly, people listening probably know more about the topic than I do, but, yeah, the lockdown stuff they got going on is crazy. Yeah, well, it's not just the lockdowns, but it's also the way that people are responding. So, I, I don't really know a whole lot about it either, but, like, I've seen videos of, of people, like, f- like, literally not even protesting anymore, like, fighting back against police or, like, trying to keep them like lockdown or whatever is they're doing like it's crazy what's going on over there like in the in the states at least we like figured out how to how to move on like without everyone being locked down um and like live life but like i don't i don't know what's going on in australia where they feel that needs to continue but it's nuts man yeah that is that is crazy i heard a story about <laughs> a family getting arrested uh and I don't know if this is true or not, so don't fact check me, you know what I mean? But I heard a story that a family got arrested because they ordered a family KFC meal. Like so there was too they, many? They had, they had like a delivery driver go and like get them a, a family KFC meal. And then when the d- delivery driver showed up at their house, like they, the police were there and like arrested them because apparently that was like breaking their guidelines. Um, this was, this was in, uh, Australia, you say? Yeah, I mean, I don't know, I, I just saw something quick on it, I didn't really read into it. I'm so kinda, I'm kinda, I'm Google, just Googling it right now. Yeah, Jamie, pull that shit up. I think, um, I think it was New Zealand? Oh, was it New Zealand? Okay, so not Australia. Two Sorry, men, I'm already way off. Two men have been arrested after police said they found them with a car car boot like a car trunk full of Kentucky fried chicken and over $100,000 in cash as they tried to cross the border into Auckland despite New Zealand's strict COVID-19 lockdown. I feel like that has more to do with the $100,000 in cash than the yeah. than the KFC. Whoever wrote that article though is a genius, <laughs> right? Because no one's going to click on something that says, yeah, two men arrested for carting $100,000 over the border. <laughs> but if you say two men arrested with a trunk full of KFC chicken, boom. Like, you know how many people are going to fucking click on that shit? Like, 
Close examination of the police evidence photos revealed at least three buckets of chicken, up to ten, <laughs> up to ten tubs of coleslaw, and an undisclosed oh. quantity of fries. <laughs> they, couldn't, <laughs> they couldn't tell us how many fries there would be. <laughs> they took the fries in for questioning. Uh, I'm looking to see where where they because they did say something about it, like breaking the. New Zealand's COVID-19. I think it was because they were trying to cross the border of, like, I don't know if it was, like, their province or whatever their equivalent of that is there. But they were trying to... Let me see. The men will will appear in court for breaching the health order, and police said further charges were likely. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like those charges would have something to do with the one hundred thousand dollars of cash in the trunk, though. Like, because yeah. something's if you, not adding up, right? Like, if you get pulled over. Oh wait, it says the arrest struck a chord with New Zealanders, especially Aucklanders, who have, who is like, this is where these people are trying to get into, who have spent a month in a strict level four lockdown that does not allow restaurants to open or residents to order takeaway food. In such an environment, fast food can take on the aura of a high-value illicit substance. <laughs> so this guy was making the the DoorDash run of a lifetime over here. This guy probably made that hundred grand. Yeah, two-day DoorDash stint, man. Yeah, he just got done delivering something to a different level four area. Like, forget yep. forget running drugs or moonshine. We're running KFC. Oh, yeah. yeah, KFC <laughs> is the new hot commodity. You got to run in uh, in New Zealand uh, at least. If you wondered how the colonel stayed in business all those years, now you know, man. Now you know. After <laughs> oh, after man. the KFC arrest, a police spokesperson said officers noticed a suspicious-looking vehicle traveling on a gravel road, and upon seeing the police car, the vehicle did a U-turn and sped off trying to evade the police. <laughs> they were like, shit, <laughs> what, what are they saying in Britain? It's the Rosers! We gotta run! Or, or I, is I, it, Isn't that their term that I they no use? Idea. I haven't been arrested by the cops yet in England, <laughs> which is good. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> So these guys, are, uh, they take a U-turn and a high-tailed out there, like, quick, dump the drumsticks. <laughs> like, we got we to gotta save some weight. Uh, a breach oh, of man. the COVID-19 Public Health Response Act can result in imprisonment for up to six months or a fine of up to $4,000. Okay, so these guys are making out, though, right? So let's say they get fined, max fine, right? Fuck, even they get max fine, max punishment. Right, they're both sitting in a jail for six months. They're out eight grand, but they made ninety-two thousand dollars running KFC. I, like, I would, I would do that any day of the week. I don't imagine they got to keep that money. Why not? It's their money. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's illicit substance money. Like you, they don't someone... know they made that on KFC or running it between lines. Yeah. I would argue that. Get a good lawyer. Listen, if you guys are listening to this podcast right now and you're the ones that got arrested, number one, we want to have you on the show. Number two, yeah, you guys got to fight that. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I'm trying to find the date on when this was. This was September 20th. This was like two weeks ago. Okay, there you go, man. So, now <laughs> and, you know. <laughs> and an undisclosed quantity of fries. Oh man! In the well, in well, the picture <laughs> given, the fries admittedly are in bags. You cannot see how many fries there are. 
That's fair. I feel who like orders, someone could have counted them, though. Who orders 10 buckets of coleslaw, though? Yeah, that's another that thing, too. Worst right? like side. How, how close KFC. do these people live? Because you're going to get... Okay, whether you like coleslaw or not, right? There's a lot of debate on that. Actually, most people just don't. Uh, I do, but... <laughs> I don't like if, it. If you're running coleslaw, right, like... That shit's, I think, supposed to stay cold. Correct me if I'm wrong here. I don't think that's something that you just let chill out in a hot trunk for a while. Yeah, I, I don't think so. I I mean, it's New Zealand. It's a smaller, like, country. But um, I imagine that they were they bought it in the, in the like, neighboring province or whatever. And then sure, just drove just across the border. Like, running like, that sick KFC money across the border. Yeah, that is funny, man. Oh man. But yeah, that's pretty. You can't pretty make wild. this shit up, man. Welcome to twenty twenty one. They had the picture is like of all this like KFC shit like on the hood of a police car. Like, <laughs> oh like, my you god! Know, you, you know, yeah, you know how they have like pictures of like when they make some like big drug bust of like, yeah, and they have yeah. all the meth or weed or whatever like on the hood of a police car. Like it's like that, but it's with KFC. <laughs> Is like what, what is happening in today's state? They're getting arrested for KFC, man. That is, that They're is gonna, nuts. they could go to prison for six months for that, man. Uh, man. So, all right, slight change of topic, but staying on the kind of fast food line. So, what? All right, what's your favorite drink? Let's say you go to, I don't know, fucking anywhere, McDonald's, wherever, and you're you're getting, I don't know, something to drink, a fountain drink. What what are you drinking? What's your go to? Alright, if we're at a fountain drink, are this just, like, the standard fountain, or is this when they have, like, the, what is it called, like, the Coke kickflip or something, that weird, like, um, machine they have? You know, some of us aren't that privileged to have a Coke kickflip anywhere they go, but, you, you know, feel just like the standard one, those are nice, though. I feel like they're becoming more commonplace, at least in the U.S. Like, there was a Burger King I went to that had one, I was like, this is Burger King, man, and you got the bougie shit in here. The bougie shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, it is the king, so you know he can have what he wants. It was royalty. Yeah. Uh, uh, I no, guess. For real, what, what's your go-to? I guess usually I just go with like uh, usually like a Coke or uh, or like a, a Mellow Yellow or Mountain Dew or whatever they got. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I'm I'm a Coke guy myself. What is the craziest Coke flavor you've ever had? My favorite actually is. So on those, like, I don't know what they're actually called, the Coke Kickflip or whatever. It's called something, like, crazy like that. Yeah, sure, but, that's um, the one you can pick all the different flavors and make it crazy-like, right? Yeah, my favorite one from that is, excuse me, the Lime Coke. Lime Coke, okay. Yes. Yeah, that's definitely a crazy flavor. So I've seen, like, Lime. I've seen um, Orange, I think. Orange is, uh, I think I've had that one. It's pretty good. Yeah. The so vanilla one's some... really good. Yeah, van- oh, yeah. The, I like the cherry vanilla one. I don't know if you've had that. Or yeah, yeah, that's the one I was talking about. Yeah, that that is amazing. Um, but I tell you what, I got something beat. Uh, I was going through the grocery store the other day, and I came across Coca-Cola signature mixers. Signature mixers. Yeah. So so they're made to mix with alcohol. Okay. So. They come in this really cool, like, tiny glass bottle. Looks different than a normal Coke bottle. I mean, it, it's honestly probably even worth keeping. It's pretty cool looking. Uh, but I got two different flavors. The first one is Smoky. Smoky Coke. 
Not sure if you've ever had a smoky Coke. But I don't it, I don't think so. Oh yeah, I'm yeah, Googling it, right now. These bottles like, look legit. Yeah, they got like oak extract and different things in there. Um so sadly in, in England some grocery stores you have to have two different licenses you have to have if you're gonna sell alcohol. So if you're just selling like beer and wine and things of that nature, that's a certain license. But if you're also gonna sell hard liquor that's another license. So some places just carry beers, and some places don't carry anything at all. Some carry just liquor, some both. Um, sadly, the one I was at didn't have any liquor, so I didn't get to like mix these with cool, you know, like a cool rum or whiskey or something. But mm-hmm. uh, so I decided just to drink them because I've been too lazy. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I had to try it. This, this is crazy. So yeah, I'm drinking the the oak one now, and and it is actually really good. It does kind of have like a smoky flavor to it. I mean, it's definitely going to be way better with whiskey. I I don't really think you should probably just drink smoky coke on your own without anything else. You could but, uh, you could drink it with a uh, like a cigar or something. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, that yeah, you'd be real fancy. I you know I don't know. Um, not a big cigar connoisseur, but you know, if either. I were to have a cigar, I feel like this fancy little glass smoky Coke would be a nice thing to pair it with. Um, so, so I got that one right, and that's batch number one. So I don't know. I'm guessing that's just number one in that <coughs> flavor because I got batch number two, which is a spicy Coke. Spicy. Yeah, you ever had a spicy Coke in your life? No, I don't know that I've ever had a spicy drink except one time there was like one of those um one of those Starbucks drinks that I had where it was like a like a white spicy girl. it was like a Starbucks like can like oh. it was it was like a cold brew and it it was like spicy mocha and it had like it was like Mexican style mocha or something and it had like chili in it and I was like what the hell so I bought it and it was it was kind of gross for oh, me, yeah. anyway. No, you weren't a fan, huh? Not no, a fan I'm, of the spicy mocha? No, I don't you know, want I don't spicy I coffee. <laughs> Why'd you buy it? I don't know. I was just curious what it would be like. That's fair. That's fair. So I got this spicy coke here, and it's got lime, ginger, rosemary, jasmine, and jalapeno. Jalapeno. Yeah, and you know, it really wasn't as much spicy. Like, of course, I just drank this without a mixer, which probably not recommended considering it says signature mixer on it uh but it was actually i got a lot more to lime it was actually really good okay. i was surprised i got a lot of lime out of it a hint a hint of the spice not as much as i was expecting um but yeah just the craziest things man you find it's like and all these people in the uk right now are like oh yeah dude we've had signature mixers for like 12 years i've been mixing it up for like since my dad was born i don't know you know, I don't know, but they, me, the dumb America found American found it and thought it was sweet, so picked it up. Do they have these in the U.S.? I, I don't. That's a good. I've never seen them before. This is the first time I've ever seen them. Let me uh, let me find out here. Coke signature mixers, U.S. I don't know. Maybe it's like a new line. I, it I looks like no it's more of a British thing. Because you can have it delivered to the USA from a place called the British Corner Shop for $4.30 a bottle. Holy smokes. I think I paid like 2 bucks a bottle maybe. I'll say they look... kind of small, so... They look like... Yeah, they're not like a full like 16 no. ounce. No, it is. Because you don't need a lot see, of it. 100 milliliters. Oh. No. 
That's, 200 milliliters. I think there's two servings. That's like three ounces, I want to say. I don't know. Three man. ounces and change. Good. I, I don't math, to be honest. Uh, but, yeah, dude. So, there you go. Now you know. The more you know about Coke is, is better, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Um, alright, so I, I do have a question for you that is kind of like a, a dilemma I've been facing. So, I started this new job over the summer. Um, we kind of talked about it on the previous episodes a little bit, but I started as an ICU nurse in Milwaukee. Um, and I'm not from that city, I don't really know anyone up there. And, I don't know, I feel like you have some good experience with this because you've had quite a few jobs in different countries like how do you get to like fit in with people like that you sure. start working with because i don't know i work with a lot of people that i feel like aren't don't have a lot in common with me because they're like not like old old but they're like older than i am you know i'm like 23 um like new grad and icu is not a popular place for new grads to go typically um just sure. because of like how complex it is but um I don't know. How do you get to know, like, how do you get to, like, fit in with people that you don't have a lot in common with? I feel like you had, you have mm -hmm. some good experience with this. Yeah, this is, this is kind of a tough one, right? I mean, my experiences are, are slightly different just based on, like, the, a lot of the other countries that I've been in. I was with military, so obviously you're with the guys you're with all the time, so you kind of have to be friends with them whether you like them or not, which mm -hmm. more times than not, you get along with most. Um, and then when I started this new job, right, I didn't know anybody. Um, but thankfully, uh, I started this new company and there, there's a few veterans, uh, that also work for the company. So we kind of hit it off the bat there, just kind of had shared experiences and we were able to talk about that. Um, but you know, I, I have made a couple German friends too. Um, I don't know, kind of one-offs though, right? Like one guy I met through work, um, I don't, see that's tough that's tough because like you, you don't live in the city of milwaukee do you no yeah so you're not living like in the city of milwaukee away. so so that makes it tough right because like if you're making an hour commute to work i mean the only time you're actually going to interact with these people is at work unless you're you know unless you meet somebody up there that invites you out and that's that's kind of the gateway i think right like you, you just have to find that one person that you, you somewhat get along with or whatever and you'll be like hey man what's what's going on this weekend or hey you, what are you doing this weekend you know i'm kind of looking trying to see some things around milwaukee and i you know i haven't really explored the area and the next thing you know you know they might take you out maybe you have a good time maybe you don't but you know at least you'll know more about the area um and eventually I'd imagine that you're not, you're not going to want to make at least an hour commute to work every day for the rest of your life. Yeah. I'm planning to move within the next six months up there. Yeah. And I, you know, just doing stuff. And even if you find like, I know you have a couple of people that live around that area. You could probably call, um, just get out, go do stuff, meet new people, talk to people, whether it's at a bar restaurant or they got a lot of great activities to do in Milwaukee. I did a kayaking tour with a bunch of people that was really fun um you know just just doing stuff and like just kind of meeting people and then hey you know like that was fun you guys do this all the time you want to get together um i've been very fortunate in my in my travels that i just 
happen to be in situations where you kind of have to make friends, whether you like it or not. Like uh, this, this last job, right? Like I started, COVID was still in mid-swing. I mean, it was, especially in Germany, you know, everything was kind of on lockdown still. Um, so the guys that I was working with, you know, we all lived in around the same area. So it was kind of like, Hey, uh, what are you guys doing this weekend? And they'd be like, Oh, nothing sitting at home. Can't do anything. COVID. So then I'd be like, well, let's have a barbecue. So the next, thing you know, we started having barbecues like every three days. So it was like barbecue, barbecue. And then more and more people started coming. And that's how I met a bunch of people here and, and made a lot of friends that way. Okay. I see. Yeah, it might be a little more challenging just because of, like, nursing's weird schedules. It's like, you know, there's not a time when we're all off, you know. Right. Um, Sick people don't take weekends, so neither can we. But, like, I don't know. I guess, I guess like, what you're saying is, like, just reach out to people and be like, hey, I'm new to the city. What's, what's like, good to do around here and then yeah absolutely and you know you could you could definitely open with that and whether they actually want to hang out with you or not it's going to be up to their discretion right but right. they'll at least they'll at least give you like some things that are like cool to do or at least to check out at, at the very least you know they're not going to be like yo bro fuck you like i yeah. don't want to show you my spot you know i mean like they're going to tell you some cool right. places you'll get to see some cool things and um eventually i mean you'll meet new people you're, you're an outgoing guy i, I mean uh, but it, it is going to be a lot tougher for you making that commute every day because, you know, mm-hmm. let's say, like, you get off early at work one day or, like, you know, something's going on the next day or something like that, and you might have work or whatever this case is. It's not like you're just going to drive back and forth an hour a bunch of times to go right. hang out with these people for a few hours. And it's not like you can go and and just get tore up, right, in the middle of Milwaukee and then now what? Now you got to get a hotel or find somebody to stay with? Like, that yeah. makes it a lot harder, too. Yeah, because, like – that I know people that go out like for an hour after their shift and even though they have to work the next day and it's like to me I'm like man if I did that to me work is a 14 hour commitment per day because I work 12 hour shifts it takes me an hour to get there an hour to get back like essentially so it's pretty much from the time I wake up to the time I go to sleep yeah, on yeah the days because I by the time you know it takes longer. It's longer than a fourteen-hour commitment because it's an hour commute to work. That's not including the prep time that you have to get up and shower and well, yeah. maybe brush your teeth. I don't know. Apparently, <laughs> uh, <laughs> full circle. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, like you got to do all those things too. So you, you got to add all that time in there, and then you get home, and you're not just gonna go right to bed. You're gonna have something to eat. You're probably gonna talk to somebody or something, and then finally you're gonna go to bed so really i mean yeah there goes your day right there because that's 16 hours if you even want to try to get eight hours of sleep yeah i mean and then if it's my off day and like someone else that i work with has an off day too you know one of us is gonna have to drive an hour to like meet up you know yeah yeah that's just it i mean i would say just just keep the channels open ask the questions you know at least those people that you might be like, oh, well, maybe I have something common to them. Maybe they'd be cool to hang out. You know, maybe they're thinking the same things. At least, you know, they'll have that in an open mind. So that way when you do move there, move closer, you'd be like, oh, yeah, just move closer, you know. And then they could be like, oh, well, I'm doing this or whatever. And then you can kind of join in. And then next thing you know, you made the best friends of your life. That's true. I guess. Uh, and then also, like, so moving to a new city. So I know I know a little bit about Milwaukee just from working there and having lived nearby. But, sure. like, I only know the people I work with. And then I have a friend that just moved up there. 
Um, but for the most part, I don't know a whole lot of people in Milwaukee. So getting to know like the community is something that I think would be beneficial. Like if it were you fresh out of like college or whatever, and you're moving to Milwaukee, like what would you do or any city really? What would you do like to get more involved in the community and get to know them? Cause like not only from a personal, like social life standpoint, but also like as a, as a healthcare person, like that's going to be taking care of this community. Like, I feel like I should know, like, you know, what, what these people do for fun. Like what's the, what's the like peaks and pitfalls of their like day, you know, like obviously not on a personal level until I get to know them, but like, just so I know, like, what's it, what does it mean to like live in Milwaukee, you know? Well, that's something that you definitely have to experience on your own. I mean, Milwaukee, and I think one of the big selling points for any major city, right, is it's so vast in in the people and the activities. And I love Milwaukee, actually. I, I'm not a big fan of cities. I'm not somebody that wants to move to the city and live in some studio that's nice for the rest of their life and just overlook, you know, the city. I, I could care less about any of that. Um so I tried to avoid cities, but when I moved close to Milwaukee, I started, you know, meeting these people through work or, like, just friends I had already previously had that happened to live around Milwaukee. And I started, um, you know, just doing different things like the kayak thing I told you or go to the art museum or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, and you really get to see a different side of uh of the community, and it's, it's, really, it's really pretty awesome. I, I do really enjoy Milwaukee now. Uh, if I were you, if community things, I don't know if I'd go as far as like uh, community, like, I don't know, help programs. It's not like, you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't say, yeah, you should go to the soup kitchen and, and help do soup. I mean, that's a great thing if that's what you want to do. But you should find something that you like to do, right? Mm-hmm. Like, whatever it may be. Um, you find something that you like. Go even on Facebook whenever it gets back up, if that's ever. Um, and, and start, like, look up Milwaukee blank activity, Milwaukee basketball, Milwaukee whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. And it'll pull up all these pages of all these people that live in Milwaukee and actively do that thing. So you can even just meet up with people at, like, a public place. And, like, they'll be like, hey, we're doing – there's this big event going on today. And you can literally just show up, maybe bring a friend so it's, like, less awkward. Um, and then you meet people there, dude, you know what I mean? And then you'll get to see kind of how the community reacts and, and, you know, and how they, how they kind of go about their business. And that, that should be very beneficial for you and your personal life and your understanding of the city. All right. Yeah. I've thought about doing like, um, volunteer stuff. Um, I think I need to get a firm grasp on like getting my own shit organized as far as like living, like getting settled there and like, I don't know, like get more confident in my job and stuff before I focus on like that sort of thing. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. I think that's uh, the right way to look at that for sure. But yeah, maybe uh, I will get some people together and we will run illicit uh, KFC to Illinois. Mm, yeah, and, I don't know how much deliver. money that is in that, but dude, we can make a hundred G's as long as you don't get caught. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think that you got to move to uh, New Zealand <laughs> for that. Uh, <laughs> no, man. I, seriously, I think uh, you should move there first, though. I mean, I, yeah. I guess you know. I know that uh, you got a lot going on and a lot of stuff flowing around in your head, ideas wise and whatnot. And of course, not always fitting in and having friends at work that doesn't help because mm-hmm. nobody likes going to work and not having somebody to talk to or feel like you're out of place or whatever. But 
once you once you get there, like worry about getting there. Once once you get in, get settled, all that stuff will just kind of fall into place. Okay, I see. Yeah, yeah, I'll figure it out eventually. Just got it. I think you kind of just got to do it before you can like. You can't plan too much of this out. You just gotta actually do no. it. I think you know. No, when, yeah, when it comes to that stuff, like I said, once you get there and you're there every day, you no longer have to drive an hour. You don't have the family or the friends supporting you like you did. You you still do. They're, they're only an hour away. It's not far, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not like you're gonna. Once you have a place there, you're not gonna drive back an hour every day just to say hi to family and friends. Right. So you kind of have to start finding things that you're gonna want to do and meet new people doing that and that'll just it'll fall into place man it's like a puzzle all right cool well yeah thanks for the advice on that yeah dude um let's see we're running up on an hour here is there anything else that you would like to talk about anything else Mm. no i think our next podcast will probably go into uh the NFL a little bit as I'm going to be watching my first NFL this uh, NFL game this weekend in London. How cool is that? Oh, nice. That's uh, that's coming. You're you still haven't done that? Like that still has to happen? No, that's coming up this Sunday, which is oh boy, one and all the tenth. How come they're having the game in London? So they're trying to like uh, you know like branch out the sport a little bit because it is really just an American sport for the most part. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it's interesting because I've actually watched some football games here in London. There's a, there's a bar across the street um, and and the owner is, is big and he likes NFL and, and he loves soccer or actual football too, right? Um, but the, a soccer game ended so he put on an NFL red zone and it it was kind of sad to see a little bit, but like there's probably a hundred people in this bar. It's a big bar, lot. I mean, like it's a building, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, there's probably close to a hundred people in this bar. And NFL Red Zone came on, and I think it dwindled down to like forty. So I don't know if there's really a market for it here, but you know, the NFL's trying to branch out, and they do. They usually do one game in London every year, but this year they're doing two. So this week is the uh, New York Jets and the Atlanta Falcons, and next week is Miami Dolphins and some – I forget who they're playing. But are, we, are we even allowed to say NFL on the podcast? <laughs> are they going to get us for copyrights for that? Or no, I we, don't you just, do that. Don't you know. just can't say the name of their championship, I think. The the one that starts with an S and ends with the thing you eat cereal out of. Oh, yes. The, <laughs> su- the super plate. Yes. Uh, geez, now we're, now we're going to get canceled. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's cancel think... culture, so maybe. Maybe episode four or something get canceled. I don't know. But, yeah. Either that or we get caught running KFC, one of the two. Yeah. But yeah, I'm Hunter French. This is Josh Massimo. Um, you can reach out to us, Hunter M French 17 on Twitter. I think that's my handle. Let me look and make sure that's what it is. Yeah, big shout out to you guys for listening. Yes, um, thank you for your listenership. If you uh, have, we any- will get guests too on the show. It's just kind of been, you know schedules and stuff hasn't lined up yet but there will be guests it's not just going to be us two flabbing our mouths so if this is getting boring don't worry we will spice it up like a spicy coke yes we are planning on um we're planning on getting some people from around the world actually some people from here in the states some people i think you said your guy was from england right 
Yeah, we yep, were talking England, about talking uh, to. Yep, yep. For originally from England, yeah. Potentially some people from Germany. We're still we're still uh, ironing out the scheduling with them, but uh, we do plan to get more people on here. But yeah, for people who are still listening, thanks for uh, sticking with us. Um, we appreciate it. If you have anything you'd like us to talk about or anything you want us to cover, you can DM me on Twitter at Hunter M French. No seventeen, just at Hunter M French. My handle is the Frenchiest Fry R N. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think that's it. Until next time. <laughs> <laughs>